Welcome to Welcome Ministry Bible Study tonight. My goodness. Woo, y'all may be seated in heavenly places. We got to get right to it. We got to be on time. We got people going to be late for their own funeral. Now, I know you heard that one before. My goodness. Who is hungry for the word? Hmm? I didn't come in this and give up all that in the world to be sedentary. I came in here to be excited. I gave the world my everything. That's why you can't give God your everything. He gave you everything. Amen. Woo! My goodness. I've been teaching y'all some stuff up in here. The seasons and the times that we're in. Nothing worse. Than being out of season. My goodness. The word of God. It, see, can I talk? Can I just talk with y'all tonight for a few minutes? I got some scripture though. Gotta be faithful though. You gotta be faithful. Man. How you doing? Welcome to Walk of Ministry. What's your name? Tia, how you doing, Tia? Tia, Pastor Rod. That's my wife right there. Teacher Mel. You already met. And this is everybody. Everybody, Tia. Welcome. My goodness, I make sure, hopefully they told you, I make sure I take care of the air. We got things running here. The hospitals and, and airports don't even have. We got good stuff up in here. A shepherd tends to the sheep, cares for them. That's right. We tend and care for the sheep. A good shepherd does. He sees danger. And he say, come on, let's go with me. Follow me. Be tethered to me so I can show you the way to go. Man, I, I have something... I got something that for us tonight, as always. Pastor, always oh, better have something here. My goodness, Amen. You know, I love, see that's what I'm talking about. In your text this morning, you know, I just, I said, I just answer her tonight. <laughs> Gotta have fun in church. Church is supposed to be live, lit, as they say. Ain't dead. He said, the pray, the dead praise me not. My God. Woo, it is truly a new season for WM Ministry. Man. All right. You know what? Speaking of growth and accountability, so you got to know what season you're in, Tia. You got to know there's all kinds of seasons. He said the sons of Issachar, they knew the seasons and the times. And they said that Israel wouldn't move until they got notice from them because they watched and they knew the times to move. I didn't. I told everybody it ain't the time to leave church. Sometimes you got to be still. Stop moving. The enemy's moving. Stop moving. Speaking of growth, you you know you cannot have. You know the Bible. He he reckons us as uh, a lot of symbolism in the Bible of of trees, oaks. And trees in the Bible represent, you know, leadership. You have dreams sometimes. You might see trees. It represents leadership. Just don't go to the secular world for your interpretation and dreams. that leave you just to Freud and other people. So pull you all, all off. Just totally wrong. God speaks in symbols. He has signs. He talks in many ways the Bible says yet man does not perceive it 
my goodness. Oh, man. So, trees. So, basically, you know, you, you prune a tree. You have to prune a tree. You prune a tree for what? New growth. Not only that, but, yet, but it's, it's for the health of the longevity of the tree. It's also for uh, how it is, how it grows, how it's formed. It's stability. Pruning is necessary. Necessary. And so we are the same. Ministries are the same. So pruning is necessary for the health, for the longevity of the ministry. So it, 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 you go in and you cut off the, uh, the dead branches, the ones that are not fulfilling its need. It's not part of the photosynthesis. It's not eating, feeding right. So it can't grow right. So they go in and they go in and they cut that tree. You, know? you have to be delicate how you cut it, though. You got to know where to cut. You got to be precision how you cut it. You don't want to cause damage. So you have to know what we are. So we are in a season of pruning. It's necessary. (sighs) Got a question. Y'all know I always have questions. Hmm. Well, let me make a statement here. To become a great leader, you must first become a great follower. (laughs) To be a good leader, you must be a good follower. You can use any words you want, great or good, whichever one, interchangeable. But you have to. You have to. To to do that, you You can't be a great leader if you're not a great follower. And a lot of times in ministries, we 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 are watch this developing followers, but not leaders. I want to develop leaders who can follow. See, take time. It's precision. Take a little time. You know, take a little time. You know, come to Walker Ministries. Wonderful. It's just great. Okay, just stay a little while. We, we'll get through the motions. Now we get down and we find out where we are. Find that you, you're rooted in place. God said that he places you in the body. Watch this. As it pleased him. As it pleased him. Not you. I don't like that church. No, no, God might have placed you there because what you need is exactly what you need to hear right at that place. See, okay. <laughs> I won't help us tonight. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I, I got a key. Y'all know, um, y'all know Friday night is teaching, so watch this. Let me see here. Oh, got the pruning out the way. Okay. I mean, for you can't announce to a ministry that 
the year that is not the year to double, the triple manifestation of all that you didn't have. That's not the. Mm -mm. That's not. That's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to still stay the same. This is why this year for W Ministry is the year of growth and accountability. You can't have growth until you first assess what needs to be cut. You can't do it. You just people, just growth and accountability. Yeah, this is a great year. Yep, it sure is. But it's going to be some growth there. It's going to be some cutting away there. Y'all know when y'all cut y'all hair, they, they split in so they grow back healthy and right, right? Okay, come on now. I know I ain't got no, but I did have some. I do know. I do know I had some hair. All right. But then when, but when it happens, like, for the body of Christ, we don't know. We're lost. We're, we don't understand what's happening. Man, okay, I'm trying to make sure we understand. My job as pastor, as the shepherd, my main modus operandi is to do this. My agenda is to get us to heaven. That's my narrative. That's my job is to guide you. The sheep can't guide themselves. Okay, so my main job, I'm trying to really, it's hard. I'm really trying to get us to kind of be unchurched so you can be the church. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, no, it's our, it's our mindset. It's our thought about being a believer. Uh, I am a, y'all going to, I'm going to get this down today. I, I just got to, you know, set it up. You know, because people lose their their understanding of what my job is for you. I'm supposed to be the spiritual guider for you, along with Holy Spirit. He's my paracletes. He works alongside of me and you. So we should always have agreement if we got Holy Spirit beside both of us and in us. The Godhead, the fullness of him dwelling in us. Amen. Amen. Read it. So good to see you. Send it around. I'll see you back there, too. So, all right. There you go. All right. So good. So, so listen, for real, y'all, it, it's time for us to really have a true reality of why we gather and why in, in the warfare that is surrounding us. It's time for us to stop, listen, being babies and being mature in the things of God. I got something for it. It is time for us to, man, if, if y'all, if you get tonight teaching the keys that I'm going to drop and throw all up in your lap tonight, if you get this, I guarantee you, you're going to be successful in the kingdom. In the way God said we're supposed to be successful. Man. Mm. So, the will of God. For your life. Most of us, when we hear that, we think it's just so nice and beautiful and just set sunsets and everything. Just looking over the river there, yeah, look at that. Just a mountain range over there. Look at that. That pikes me. Looking they're so good. Not so. The will of God includes pain. No, 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 no. The will of God includes, listen, suffering. 
No, the will of God, listen, is not always pleasurable. It's hurtful. The will of God. I mean, you got to think about it. Was it God's will for him to die on the cross? Now, look how painful that process was. Look how painful, watch this, your process is. See, they, they're not telling us that our life is supposed to line up to his. Well, how does it line up? It lines up through the very purpose of God, the plan of God. I told you the plan of God can change, but the purposes of God are eternal. The plan of God changed because you changed. I got a plan for your life. I know the plan I got and thoughts I have for you, but you changed. But my plan, my purpose for you didn't. But the plan did because you changed it. Right? Jesus, my God. Man, I tell you. Frida, don't it feel good to be able to think right? Empowering. Feels so good. Feels so good to be able to think right. So, let me see here. He created the desert. That's a harsh place. Yet Holy Spirit led him into the dry place, the desert. No food, no water. Looks dangerous, rocks and cutting your feet and all of that. Cold at night, sub-zero at night. Blazing in the summertime. And in the, in the broad daytime, should I say. But listen, he led him into that hard place. Necessary. Your life is the same thing. Necessary. Why did I get abused? You know why? Because we got sin in the world. Because we have sin in the world. This is why. But guess what? Necessary. It don't seem fair. Yep. But it's necessary. It didn't seem fair. He was innocent. Yet he lied on that cross for all of us. Necessary. See, what we do, we choose what is necessary for our lives. And God has already planned out your life. But you choose what you want to do with your life. Just like people come to tell pastor what he should preach. I'm going to preach your life because that's what he, that's what we're in. We're in your life. You're in my life. I'm in your life. We're in the life. See, but we, I, I'm going to help us why we feel like that. It's a shame. He created the desert. Wilderness. I mean, good God Almighty. That seemed like that seemed like it just harsh. But he placed him in it. We couldn't last. <laughs> we couldn't last 40 minutes. Let alone 40 days. Not the way we think. Mmm. Mmm. Watch this. <clears throat> I, I don't, my title for tonight is the end of offense. Oh. 
That's what I'm entitled. The end of offense. It's going to help everybody. If everybody can actually understand what I'm about to teach you about this offense, it's going to, it's going to be so rewarding. Okay? All right. That's my, that's my, that's my job is to actually do it, what you said, to help you. So that means you can't tell me how to help you. I know I'm looking right at your brain, but you know what I mean. I got to pick somebody. I got to pick somebody. Yeah, yeah, you do have to pick people who can take it. But I'm going to help you why you can't take it. All right. Okay. I feel the Holy Spirit, man. I don't know. All right. I'm going to help y'all. Help y'all identify the enemy too. Watch this. In most situations that we find ourselves in in our lives, right? Most of the situations, y'all, look at your life right now. Most of the situation that you're in right now, all it is, is really a chance for you to see what's in your heart. See, most people, they don't like what's in their hearts. End of offense. Okay? So the situation that you find yourself in right now is necessary. I, I have to put you in a situation, you have anger. So I, I have to put you in a situation where you see that you need me. talking about God here. I'm talking about God. I don't know what God y'all been saying. I'm talking about the God, Yahweh, Yahweh. I'm talking about the one who saved my soul. I'm talking about him, not the one I made up in church. Not the God that I can form and make to my will. Now, I ain't talking about that God. So he puts you in a situation. The situation only reveals the areas that you need help in. That's all. That's all it does. I'm going to help you understand you. Okay? Y'all like this already? Okay. I think I'm doing all right. You're feeling okay? Is everything okay? All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Listen to me. So the situation that we're in, even the church situation that you're in and pruning, and people act like you, y'all been in church long enough. That this is what happened in church. Things happen. But I'm going to show you the end of offense. So those areas that I ask everybody to do, look at yourself. Examine you. Easy to see anybody else's flaw. Hard to see yours. Don't, that's what we do. We stop. Stop. What, happen, what happens is this. 
We think it's Satan. Every time we get in, oh, the devil is so busy. We think it's Satan. No, God set this up. What happens is Satan infiltrates the setup based on your maturity. That's how. No, God set this up. The situation, why some people at home, some situation, God set this up. Now, depending on your maturity is how you respond to it. Oh, this real good. You need to go to the nation. Now, I need to go right here with the people that he gave me. I need to develop right here is where we need to go. Maybe a universal method, but it needed right here. God set that up. Because God does not tempt. The temptation only comes from your desire of your flesh. Because he had nothing to do with that. He set up the test. Now, depending on how studious you've been. See, everything that we teach, listen, because we go to church, we, because most of the stuff is just gimmicks. And, and most of the stuff is just somebody's soulless feelings and not exactly what you need. If you're going through something and you were part of something and I don't teach on that, what, why? That's what you need. Now, we always want to know the deep mysteries and all of that. Mm -mm. We got to get the simplicity first of something very simple. And I'm going to take us there. Amen? Amen? So don't put the cart before the horse. Okay. Got to stay focused, Pastor. All right. <laughs> all right. Now we can go. All right, we're going to go ready to go. Y'all ready to go? That was just kind of set up. Now we're going to get into it. All right, my remarkable. Here we go. So, I got a question again. The end of offense is what I'm talking about. So, statistically speaking, from studies, from many polls that are taken, you know, in the Christian community, Right? Watch this. And I've told y'all that. I'm, I'm, y'all going to answer it. People leave church for what? 99% of people that leave church is for what? So wouldn't it make sense to actually have an understanding of why that happens? Don't you think that would be to your advantage? Like I told you, most people come to church or here because of, they left another one because of offense. Not all, but some. But most, that 1%. Yeah. So wouldn't it be smart for you to understand why is it 99% attrition in the church? See, the enemy only can take advantage of your ignorance, what you don't know. But I'm going to give you all some keys today so you will know. Mm, you're welcome. Attrition, this is what it means. 
the action or process of gradually reducing the strength or effectiveness of someone or something, watch this, through sustained attack or pressure, attrition. This is what happens in the church. See, you don't understand just how important you are in that chair. Just you, right there. Rita, how important you are in that chair. Yolanda, you have no idea how important you are sitting right there in that chair. And when you leave, I'm going to help us tonight. Attrition means the action or process of gradually reducing strength or effectiveness of someone or something through sustained attacks or pressure. That's why people leave church. Mm, 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 that's good right there. So if that is true, maybe we should have some understanding of what this 99% of the church and why people are offended. Okay, can we go there? Okay, I got some keys for you tonight. I told you, right? All right, here's another definition of offense. Whew. The ease of which you get irritated, <laughs> angry, or resentful. Y'all hear me? This is so good right here. This is so good. This is so good. My God. The ease. All right. Talking about the end of defense, of uh, offense tonight. The end of it. That's what it's going to be tonight, the end of it. Amen? So I can move on to some deep things. But I'm told you, if 99% Chandler, of the church, this is the issue of attrition, maybe we should know something about it so you'll know if you're participating in it or not. Oh, Jesus. All right. Here's another, as I told you, offense means the ease of which. You get irritated, angry, or resentful. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Watch this. <laughs> See if there's anybody. Maybe I just need to look over this way. Go sit by. You can sometimes just look at a person and become irritated, offended, and you haven't even said a word. They or you feel insulted. Ain't nobody saying they're just looking. <laughs> Woo! All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, <laughs> I'm going to say that some of y'all, some of you might have done it, some of you might have been victims. Okay, I'm not looking up. I'm not going to look up. I'm not going to look up. Man of God, do me this favor. Go to here. Y'all know this is what we, we read on Sunday. This is the thing that should be governing. Hello? All right. Okay. Okay. Go to uh, expect that when you go in here. First Corinthians 13 verse 5. You know, we read the whole thing, but we're just going to go narrow in today right here. Mm. 
Amplify, sir. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 13 at verse 5. The scripture reads, it is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. We talk about love here. It is not rude. Hold on, hold on, stop. God's love. Not yours, God's love we're talking about right here. Okay, go ahead, start over. <laughs> it is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. End of offense. That's the end of offense. No, we, we read this all the time, Elder, but we still don't get it. We become only hearers and not doers. I told you, listen, the will of God is painful at times. Not all the time, but at times necessary. But you got to have a governor. Holy Spirit, you got to have this. Okay, read that one more time. Do it fast because I don't think we got it. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. Mm. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights mm. or its own way. Mm. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. Oh. It pays no attention. Tension. To a suffered wrong. wrong. <laughs> what? Th but hold on. Th there was no room for emotions or feelings there, was it? Uh, listen, y'all, come on now. This, we got to get this. It pays no attention, watch it, to a suffered wrong. You wronged me. But it pays no attention. No, 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 no. This is the end of offense tonight for you. So we can go on and do some things. No, mm -mm -mm. wait a minute. See if you're, no, we, mm -mm, no, no. Jesus won't on that cross talking about, uh, come back. No, the work has already been done. The work has already been done. You just ain't laid your life down. Here we go. See, if you truly are walking in, watch this. If you're truly walking in your love, yes. your past, your background, your pain, you could not be easily angered. Y'all know people who get angry very easily, don't you? Bible said don't even eat with them people. Hmm. I got something for you. Y'all listen to this right here. Watch this. An offense is a product of judging things from the lens 
of your own perception, watch this, of yourself. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Oh, I'm going to help. I'm, we're going to be delivered tonight. Once and for all. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Offense is a product of judging things from the lens of your own perception of yourself. Mm -mm. Watch this. Watch this. When you judge things from a faulty perception, things will be, watch this, interpreted from the lens of your own limitations. I should be able to close the book right here. Y'all going home. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Jesus. Y'all want me to say that again or y'all want me to go on to the next page? I go on to the next page. Now, don't forget, don't forget this verse now. That's, don't forget this verse because that's the end of what's it? The offense. The offense. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. Mm. You can't work on it. You got to be it. Mark, stand up for a minute. No, sit back down. It's just like that. It's just like that. You can do, you can do whatever happened just like that. You, you can do, you can, you, can, you can do this just like that. You can walk in that just like that. I told y'all love is a choice. No, no. You can do it just like that. You heard the command. That's the command. And you applied it. You heard it and you applied it. You, you didn't get in the past. I just sat down. I mean, you know, I'm sitting down right here. You know, my back hurt. You, you, ain't sit, you didn't do any of that. You simply obey. See, I'm, we, tonight is the end of offense. This is going to be over tonight. It'll be over if you choose. Nah. Woo! That was good right there. Watch this. You could have refused to do what I said. You could have refused. See, it's really good. You hear what he said? Y'all hear what he said? You know why he said he couldn't refuse? That's good. There's nothing in him to stop him from listening to what love really does. Love will command you to do things sometimes you don't want to do. But it's not in him not to. Oh, okay. All right. So you can refuse to be offended. You say, I refuse to be offended. Now, when the offense come, do it. Don't be. 
Because it's coming. I'm going to help y'all with that. Mm. Listen. There will come an occasion for an offense in every relationship. Jesus, my God. No, we act like it ain't happening. No, 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 no. From marriage relationship to business relationship. From ministry relationship to, listen, you have to make up your mind and make a choice not to be offended. Watch this. Watch this. That the blessing that I seek to receive from the relationship that God is bringing in my life is greater than that offense. My God, my God. They didn't tell you it was going to be like that, did they? Trina, they didn't tell you it was going to be like that, did they, up in here? Jesus, my God. So you got to know when you're in the right place at the right time, hearing the right thing, that means you can do the right thing. My God. My God. I'm going on out of here. Woo! My goodness. Hallelujah. Okay. Woo. Offense destroys. Come on, say it. Offense destroys. Come on, say it one more time. See, see, you have to, I told y'all, in the kingdom is voice acting. You got to say it. You can't just have it in you. No, you got to say it. Mm. And God said, and it was. See, you had to say before it was created. You have to say it. Huh. See, that's what I'm saying. Y'all ain't saying the right thing to your situation. You go silent on the wrong thing. Okay. Oh, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh. Offense destroys. Because when you are offended, one of the main ways we respond is with our speech. Whew. My God. I feel like running like to me. <laughs> he runs like the Hulk, man. I don't know how he do that. That's my grandson. Hold on. Listen to this. Offense destroys. Because when we are offended, one of the main ways we respond is with our speech. Every time you speak with a heart of offense, usually Holy Spirit is not in charge of that conversation. Holy Spirit's not in charge of gossip. Holy Spirit's not in charge of complaint. He's not in that scene. He's not there. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Watch this. You will talk in your flesh. The flesh will have you to make comments that you cannot withdraw again. Hmm. Now, your flesh says that. Now, your flesh responds like that. Look at that. Go ahead, Rita. <laughs> Rita, say it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Rita. Watch this. 
It bear witness with you. That's what you do. You sow. You say some some bear witness. You say something good. You do something good. This is an act of your faith. That's all this is right here. That's it. Amen. So be it. That's what you're saying. Be it unto me. Okay. Watch this. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-mm. And once you start coming, you got to keep coming. Don't let nothing get in the way. Interrupt the flow. Okay. Mm. Watch this. Mm-mm-mm. Many people have lost relationships, precious ones, if they were only a little more temperate at that moment, a little calmer. Precious relationships. Because you know, every relationship has what? Offense. Everyone. Okay. So once you understand this, you're going to be like, I see it everywhere. Watch it. Everywhere I go. Stop not looking at somebody. It's me. Everywhere I go. I see. Oh. Woo. Okay. Remember the look. Ain't nobody saying nothing. You already irritated. <laughs> See, people come to church, it's not irritation, it's conviction. People don't like to be convicted, but that's what that's Holy Spirit's job. He brings conviction, which brings change. Oh, Jesus, my God. All right. Woo. Many people have lost jobs, opportunities. For the same reason, our speech of offense. Yeah, okay, me, look, man, I know I'm somewhere in there at one point. There they go. Twins, all right, there they go. Women of God, women of God. Watch this. Offense, a rising up offense is a sign of the end times. Man of God, go to Matthew. Go to Matthew 24. I know sometimes I might only use one scripture because that's all you need. You can just open it up and it keeps revealing itself. Revealing itself. Amen? Not tonight. (laughs) Go to Matthew 24. 10 through 12. You got to find out where you at. You got it, man of God? Matthew 24. This is the Olivet Discourse in the Bible. This is like prophecy what's happening right now that we're living in. See, that's just the whole thing. Your life is you're living in it right now. So you need a word for it right now. Okay. Go ahead. Matthew chapter 24 at verse 10. And then many will be offended Mm. and repelled and will begin to distrust and desert him whom they ought to trust and obey. Mm. and will stumble and fall away and betray one another and pursue one another with hatred. Do y'all see what offense does to the body of Christ? He's not talking about the world. He's talking about us sitting right here with your cute self. He's talking about us. Y'all hear me? Oh, this is going to be the end of offense. Go ahead. Continue. 
Verse 11. And many false prophets will rise up and deceive and lead many into error. See, when that person that was offended, guess what they do? They throw up, get up, first thing they do, get up and start a church. That's what happens. See, people don't want the truth. But at WM Ministry, you're going to get the truth. A lie and you feeling good ain't going to get you into heaven. My job is to make sure that you get to heaven with the truth. And the truth is you need to change. And you can't keep that in your heart and think you're going to walk up to them pearly gates. You're not. And then he's going to look at me because I have to take charge over you. I have to take an account over what I told you. And I'm going to make sure that I told you the truth. See, but we don't live, we don't walk around and live like that. We think we're going to just be okay. It's okay for me to hold this. And your next breath ain't guaranteed. That shows you how foolish you can be. He died on that cross so you could. Oh, God. See, we play, we're playing too much with this thing. I got, yo, y'all just, I, I got some more. Let's go. Come on. At verse 12. Yes. And the love of the great body of people will grow cold. See? Because of the multiplied lawlessness and iniquity. That's what was found in Satan's heart. Iniquity. The seed of complaint was in him. That's called lawlessness. He's saying in the end times, this is what's going to happen. It's going to rise up like it is now. Right now, here. So you cannot be a participant of an offense. See, we, he has us so blind that we have no idea what that really means when I hold something against you. Woo, it's good to know you're in the right place. Hearing the right thing at the right season and the right time. You are not a real human being if when you wake up and in the next 24 hours, there is no offense in front of you. You're not a real human being. Can't be. Especially if you're a leader. In the kingdom or on your job. <laughs> Jesus. Watch this. This is what I have learned. Y'all need to get this. This might deliver a few people right now. People do things that should get me offended every day. And I do things that should get people offended every day. <laughs> this kind of teaching. People will be offended right away. What I'm teaching. What I'm teaching people will get offended right now. Oh, my God. You are. That's my thing. Thought y'all, y'all, y'all got to say it all in one, you know, next time. Okay. I always set them up for that. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. I do things. I, I, uh, people do things to me that I should get offended every day. And I do things that I, should, that I get that I offend them with every day. Every day I do. This kind of teaching will also, I told you, will offend the people right now while I'm teaching it. 
There are things you and I do that get people offended every day. Every day, yes. But we must make up our minds. I will not be offended. How come that can't be my mindset as a believer? When you read Corinthians 13, 5, I want to see some of y'all explain that to God. I want to see. I'm going to be right there with him. Yep, I told him. I'm going to be right there with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead. All right, I'm going to be right there. I want you to, I want, now come on for a minute. No jokes. No jokes. How do you justify that? When you hear the word of God, the word of God that you say that's ruling your life right now. That's governing your life now that you're submitted to 100%. And when you hear this, how do you get offended? How? Tonight is the end of offense. It's going to be the end. Because you do stuff that offend people all the time. You do. Sitting in these chairs. Me standing up here at this pole all the time. Going to offend somebody. Not going to change me. Because I'm overtaken by his love. Okay. Okay. I got y'all. I got you. Okay. Offense makes you small. Makes you cheap. It reduces your worth. Offense. It reduces your value. Offense. Y'all all right? Y'all want me to tone it down, get more docile? Okay. All right. <laughs> That's right. John's going to help me when he come back. He's going to be with me. He's going to help me. Most people, most people, not all, know they offended you. Their joy is in your reaction. Most people who most people who offend do it intentionally. It's evil. Just evil. But when you grow above it, you are now living at a higher level of living. When you can just muster yourself above that offense, you will be living in a higher level of living. Your mindset now is at a higher level, which means your response to everything is going to be at a higher level because I don't have the weight of that offense. Woo! Set somebody free up in here today. Mm -mm -mm. Right after this teaching. Tonight, on your way home, driving in your car, there will be an opportunity for an offense to occur. I prophesy that over you right now because it will. I know that is. It's going to be. What you say? Did you see that car that almost cut me off? I'm just saying. You left the door open? I mean, I'm just saying. The dish is still in there. What in the world is going on? 
Y'all ain't ready. It always going to be in there. Mm-mm-mm. Ain't no toilet paper in here. What? It's a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> right after the teaching, it's coming. I guarantee you. Y'all text me, let me know. It came, Pastor. Just, text me. just say it came. Just post it in, just post it in uh, talk time. It came. It came. <laughs> Woo, watch this. Watch this. It's, it's, it's going to be an opportunity for that fence to come. Right? But most, uh, but, <laughs> but you must make up your mind. You must make your mind and say, Satan, you are a liar. Call him what he is. That's what he is. You got to tell him, Pastor already told me this was going to happen. That's what you need to say. I already seen it coming, Satan. I see your hand in this. I know it. I know it ain't you. I see your hand in it. Because you can only come for what's in me. <laughs> I got you this time. <laughs> Y'all know that boy. <laughs> Say this. In the name of Jesus, I reject offense. Say it again. In the name of Jesus, I reject offense. My God, that's how we sound now. I like that. Woo! Mm, mm, mm. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this. Woo, y'all ain't ready. My goodness. Now we're going to go just a little bit deeper. How do you maintain a relationship? Y'all know relationships are like my thing. Yeah, I know that. I love that. That should be yours. I relate. That's what a relationship is about. Relating. Okay. I just got a question. I mean, I'm just going to go here. Just saying this. I mean, the church of the living God, the foundation, the cornerstone of what we believe is based on what? Forgiveness. I'm just saying. Mm, okay. How do we maintain a relationship? Y'all know I'm talking about a healthy, good relationship. By practicing forgiveness. You have to practice forgiveness. Mm, mm, mm. Ah. Olympic athlete, they spend so much time practicing, they become it's their second nature. So if you spend a lot of time forgiving, oh, you're gonna, you're, it's going to be your first nature. It's going to be your natural, supernatural response to everything. Oh, woo. Go to Mark. Mark eleven twenty five. Mark chapter eleven at verse twenty five. Uh huh. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop. Leave it. Let it go. In order that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you. Your own failings Hold and up. shortcomings. Hold up. That don't mean nothing to y'all. You don't know you don't know you don't. You, I point you out. No, you don't. That don't mean nothing to you when you hear that. 
No, it don't. They don't mean nothing to us. No, it don't. No, it don't. That syndicate, that don't mean nothing to us. We don't, no, nah, no. Nah, that, that ain't talking about me. No. Nah. Mm-mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't know one relationship, including the one, listen, that you're in with God. That can't thrive without forgiveness. You don't love me because you don't forgive me. No, you don't. Watch this. It's not God. You are forgiving. God is forgiving you. In this relationship. Now, you got people angry at God. How? How? I'm still trying to figure that one out. Because people do it. Can we be that blind? I'm mad at God. Oh, Jesus. It's not God. You are forgiving in this relationship. God is forgiving you. In this relationship, God is forgiving you all the time. You might just forgive me sometime. And that don't matter what I've done for you. Take mm-mm, That don't even matter. Still won't forgive me. Still won't. Look at it. Read verse 25 again. I got to, we got to do this. Hello. And whenever you stand praying, mm. if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop. Leave it. Let it go. In order that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you Mm-mm. your own failings. Watch this. Again, most prayer warriors, most intercessors, prayer warriors, armor bearers, saints, everybody. They missed this. They missed this. They missed this. You, you missed this. Tonight is the end of offense. Oh, y'all, you know what y'all? Okay. Y'all wait. Okay, keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep on clapping. I'm just saying. All right. Most prayer warriors miss this. And let me tell you why. There is a hardship. There was a a hardship in your prayer, in your prayer lives, right? Got something hard in there. Y'all listen to me. Got something hard in your life. But we won't do this. And when you don't do this and you pray, it makes it look like God ain't doing nothing. And then, listen, what will happen is since he didn't answer, Satan will answer. And you think that you're riding on God, but you're not. 
because you can't understand or discern that you needed to do that first. See how he got us to see with our own weapons that we have. I told you I'm at another level. That means y'all got to be at another level. That's what I'm asking. It's not all about demons. And when you stand praying, what is the rule? When you stand praying, what is the rule? To forgive. That's a spiritual law that Satan uses against you. He only operates in spiritual laws. He's counting on your ignorance and your feelings and your emotions. I told you when you do that, you, you, you're like the, the blinkers on you, the red lights on you, the targets on you. And he show up every time. When you. And whenever you stand praying. If you have anything against anyone, forgive them and let it drop. Leave it. Let it go. Then you can pray for me. Then you can pray for yourself and your children, your covering of your family. Stop letting the enemy just use your ignorance, lack of knowledge, not your intelligence, because that's a whole nother matter. Jesus, my God. Oh, y'all ready? I like the King James. He said, if you have an art against your brother. The father, did, did y'all see that? Go back. In order that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you of your own failings. You know the ones you keep saying I'm doing? You know those ones, right? The one I'm keep doing. He said, your what? Your own failings. See, pride won't let you see that. And in that chapter 5, listen, in the love chapter, it will tell you about what pride, what it does. People just don't want to, they, they think they. This good teaching, this going to set people free and we can really believe and pray. And the overflow is supposed to be overflowed right now. Listen there, but it's going to be there. Okay, here we go. Y'all all right? Okay, we're good. I'm doing good on my time, too. Watch this. Mm. It's amazing how we pile up people and events in our hearts. Some people actually keep physical books. Like a police report. Mm -mm. Like a police report. When and where things happen. Mm -hmm. November the 2nd, 2015. Sister Wallermillon embarrassed me. Mm-hmm. 
The next day, November 3rd, 2015, Brother Bill laughed at me. Keeping a record. Pastor Big Nose shouted at me. 10, 14, 2015. This person has an offense with every department. Every department. This person got an offense with every department in the church, including their own department. Offense. Y'all hear me? You can never live this life without forgiveness. I ain't talking about the world. I'm talking about this life in Christ. Yeah, people in the world forgive quicker than we do. The Bible says the children of the world are smarter than the children of the kingdom. I won't save. I didn't have the Holy Ghost. I, and I forgave my, my wife who had messed around on me. And I didn't see them for seven years. I won't save. I won't proclaim it to be what y'all proclaiming to be. That's not her. <laughs> that wasn't her. But if it was, <laughs> I still would have to. See, some of y'all ain't ready. Y'all wouldn't be. No, you wouldn't. Psh, going out here. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. But my point is, is that, yes, you can. See, but that was part of my call, though, because as a shepherd, I would have to have that in me already. Yeah. It would have to be. Now, I told you, we've got a lot of people open up. They ain't, mm -mm, no, they're not. Watch this. You can never live this life without forgiveness. Forget when you, it just shows you the area that God is trying to help you in. Mm, mm, mm. I forgave the man who stabbed me three times. Raised his kids, loved them. I forgave him. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Got to stay focused. Y'all hear me? I don't just tell you this for no reason. One, I'm telling you, I'm qualified to tell you, you can forgive. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is simply giving. Forgiveness is simply giving. I'm going to say it over here. Dina. Forgiveness is simply giving. Mm, mm, mm. Giving, watch this, pardons. 
giving mercy. Mm. For give. For giveness is a dispensation or dispensation. Woo, sorry, y'all. It is a disposition when you are all, watch this, when you are all ready to let go even before the offense happens. I'm already readily to depart just in case it come out sideways. I'm readily ready to pardon you. Forgiveness. Uh, all right now. It is a disposition when you are ready to let go even before the offense happens. Watch this. That's the mindset of a forgiving person. That's UT all day. That should be all of us. It should be all of us. If it's one, it should be all of us. We are the body. Amen? So it's in the house. It's in the house. So you should point to yourself and say, it's in the house. Y'all, some of y'all ain't said it because, see, I told you, this, it's voice activated. You got to do it. You got to do it on command. It's in the house. Mm-hmm. All right. Woo! You're ready to let go even before the offense taking place. That's the mindset of a forgiven person. Forgiven is a dimension of giving. If you're not uh, a forgiver, you are not a giver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Do that. Go ahead. Do that check. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, forgiving has a way of manifesting. Watch this. Not forgiving has a way of manifesting. Watch this. Greed. Manifesting greed. Mm -mm -mm. He said he loves a happy, cheerful giver. I know. Go ahead. I know that's right. I want everybody else to see. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Hold on. Mm-mm. It's not just refusing to give seed. Mm-mm. It's not just that. It's, it's a lot of things. It's, see, this is why <laughs> we don't understand. See, just like I said, you're not a forgiving person. So you're not a giver. That will locate you. The word of God, it's a mirror. We just got veiled over so you don't want to see it. See yourself. It's designed for you to see yourself. That's what the law is. That's what, that's what the Torah is. It's, that's what it is. It's the, it's the law. It's, it's the o- obedience. Teaching and instruction. That's what it is. All right. <laughs> what y'all doing? All right. Hey, Sandy. Where's Sandy Rollins? I love to say that. All right. Can I bring some balance in, in, in this understanding of forgiving? I'm bring a little balance in here, right? All right. You don't forgive just to make peace. 
Forgiving to make peace is just one of the benefits of forgiving. But the primary purpose of forgiving is to release yourself. Is to release yourself. Watch this, teacher. It's forgiving is designed to release yourself. Watch this, so you can remove, so you can move forward. See, this is what are wrong with a lot of people. Why they're not moving forward? Y'all trying to operate over the spiritual laws, and you can't. I'm trying to tell you. Y'all go ahead and leave here if you want. Minister Mario, the primary purpose of forgiveness is to release yourself. Not the person, yourself. So you can move forward. Everybody think it's the devil. It's all the devil doing. He's busy. No. Mm -mm. Asher is coming up. Asher, King Asher. (laughs) Man of God. All right. Oh, I got it here. Y'all ready? Y'all doing all right? We're doing good on time. I'm going to be finished in a minute. I'm going to be finished. Thank you there, sir. All right. (laughs) Woo! I need y'all to get that. I need y'all to get that. You need to look at your life. You need to look at what's going on with you. The primary purpose of forgiveness is to release yourself so you can move forward. Because Because there are times that the people you forgive are still not ready to receive it. Go ahead. I caught that right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you out with that too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But watch this, Rita. It releases you. So you can go forward. You can't do nothing with them. Mm. I said tonight is the end of offense. It's going to be the end of offense in here. Because if I see it, I'm going to stomp it out. <laughs> with loving kindness. <laughs> That's what it said. It's loving kindness. Elder, it's all right? Okay. All right. Mary, you good? All right. All right. Watch this. Maybe I need to hit it again because the time that the people that you want to forgive, they are not ready to receive it. Still shouldn't stop you from doing it. Amen. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus, we just be forgiving everybody. Forgive you. Man, I forgive you. You forgive me. I forgive you, too. Watch what God do in your life. Watch what you do. Watch how fast you grow. Okay. This is the most important part about forgiveness. Watch this. What I'm about to tell you, this is the most important part of forgiveness. Oh, I like how quiet it is. I'm going to say it again. This is the most important part about forgiveness. It's only useful when you repent. And some of you still don't know how to repent. No, some of you, I still, I call for repentance and I'm like, you're not repenting. That's not repentance. No, you're not. told you to go to the person, but you don't think you did anything to go to the person. See there? See there? What keeps you from that? Offense. The thing you're still holding in you that you can't hide. 
Oh, Jesus. See, it's time for the church to stop being carnal and be spiritual. That's what this, these laws are spiritual laws that we are to abide by. God's word, he said, my word is spirit and truth. You, you, you just don't get it, do you? I mean, the body of Christ just don't get it. Mm. I ain't seen one of the apostles say, I'm working on it. Mm. Okay. He's still working on me. No, his work is finished. Done. Done. Don't let me offend nobody with that one. End of offense. How hard is it to say I was wrong? Now, we two believers. We two believers. Now, my lens that I'm looking through now is the limitation of what I believe of myself. How I'm looking at you. Oh, my God. We're going to get free. You should want to be. He died for you to be free. This is the most important part of forgiveness. It's only useful. Forgiveness is only useful when repentance is there. A willingness to turn away. Listen, forgiveness is useless to a person you are forgiven if there is no repentance. You might as well don't say nothing. You might have went to that person, but if there's no repentance, you're sorry. Yeah, that's right. No change in you. Like when you steal, you know you stole. When you repent for real, you know you repent. It's built into us. If a person accepts that he or she is wrong and turns and make peace by forgiving, now you can walk together in the same direction. See, I need to walk together in the same direction with my intercessors, with my ministers. No, no, no. If we're not walking together, no, there's something wrong. We're going to walk together because we got forgiveness. Now we can do that. Now, we can already predetermine the direction that we are going. See, it's like you, it's like you, you, it's like you got this call and its purpose, and I'm just, I'm going to hold you back. That's what unforgiveness does. It holds you back. And when you forgive and you release and repent, you move forward. Because that person forgave. Now, we can walk together in the same direction. Because that person is, re- listen, he, he is released to do, to do so, should I just say. He's released to walk with me now. If that person still refuses, I'm still to forgive him. So I can move forward. Okay, you don't want to walk with me? That's okay. But I forgive you because I'm going to walk forward. It'd be great to walk together as brethren. Don't matter what somebody did, said, didn't do, should have done, because you got faults too. But you only looking at it through the lens of your perspective. A lot of times the offender is not even aware that they offended that person. 
Mm-hmm. And listen, and plan to do it again. Watch this. Because it was that product of their mindset. It's just how they were thinking. Mm. Now we know when we mean it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Watch this. Woo. So with that, your assignment is to have a disposition. Watch this. Where you forgive. As a leader, people will offend you every day. People will do the wrong things every day. But you must still forgive them. You must still forgive them. If you really are in Christ, you don't have a choice. That's the problem. You and your feelings. It's making the choice for you. You're not doing the will of God. It doesn't matter. It takes no account of the evil wrong done to it. A suffered wrong. It's there so you can see your character. You can see that that's the area that you need to work on. That's why the offense is there. Now it'll work for my good. All things work for my good. For them what? Okay, that's the problem. That's the problem. You don't. Because love does that, what I showed you in Corinthians. It's real church. Okay. Woo, what's wrong? Did I hit somebody? Somebody offended now? Who offended? Raise your hand. <laughs> you guys have some fun, man. I'm quick up here. Hold on. <laughs> Watch this. I'm serious. Every day people do the wrong things, but you still must forgive them. I want y'all to say this with me. I receive grace. To forgive. to forgive. I let go. I let go. Everyone, Everyone. That I'm holding. That I'm holding in my hand. hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the end of offense. Oh, we almost there. We have believers who say, I will never forgive my friends. I will never forgive my abuser. Uh-oh. Let me... I would never forgive my abuser. I would never forgive my parents. And with that kind of heart, you can never truly receive the blessing. Please forgive so that you can move forward. You can turn that situation into a prayer in one minute. Mm, mm, mm. You have to be tired of holding people. The weight is so much. Release that wife. Release that husband. Release that mother. Release that father. Release that sister. Release that brother. Release that co-worker. Release that business partner. Release that man of God. Make sure that you release teacher and myself. Your church family, make sure you release them. Everyone who has offended you, dead or alive, release them. Because I want to move 
forward. I want to move forward. You have to practice forgiveness. Jesus, my God. Okay, we're going, we're moving right along. Almost. We good. We good. Go to Ephesians 4.29. Woo! Ephesians chapter 4 at verse 29. Let no foul or polluting language, Mm. nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth. My God. But only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress Mm. of others, as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor, to those who hear it. Okay, we, it, you can continue. It's so much there, but I got to save a little time. Go to Luke 6. Go all the way to 32. Y'all read that tonight. Luke 6, 37. Do King James first. Then the Amplified. Luke chapter 6 at verse 37. In the King James Version, judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Amplified. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. forgiven. In the Amplified Bible, judge not, neither pronouncing judgment nor subjecting to censure, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and pronounce guilty, and you will not be condemned Mm. and pronounced guilty. Acquit and forgive and release. Give up resentment. Let it drop, Mm. and you will be acquitted and forgiven and released. Good God Almighty. Woo! Listen, it said, judge not, and you shall not be judged. In other words, every time you judge people, you are scheduling a season for yourself. That's what it says. That's what it means. You are scheduling seasons in my study. Seasons, not just a season, but seasons for yourself. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. 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 And, you know, I, I could go into a whole lot with this judge and not judge. And you should judge righteously and got condemningly. We can do all that. But right now, I'm telling you where we are. When you do that, see, the problem is when you do it, your heart is wrong. So what you're doing is setting up and you can reap only what you sow. You're setting up seasons for yourself. Please make sure you practice this, okay? How do you maintain a quality relationship? Okay. Watch this. I'm going to add something else to it. How do you maintain a quality relationship? Watch this. Be tolerant. Be forgiving. Oh, watch this. This is going to be the This is going to be it right here. Be tolerant and be forgiving. That's how you maintain a quality, a quality relationship. Forgiveness is different from tolerance. Forgiveness is someone, listen, shortcomings. 
that he hopefully will adjust from it. Tolerance is someone's personality or default belief system that may never change. I asked that question before. What would you do if that person never changed? Holy Ghost. Mm -mm. Y'all better tell somebody about WM Ministry. This is how you get your real life. This is how you get your real life. Woo! Y'all want to hear that again? Q, you want to hear that again? Q said, say it again, Pastor. One, two, three. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> Tolerance is someone's personality or a default belief system that may not change. You have to watch this. Teach it. The word of God is so good. <laughs> What you have to do, you have to incorporate it in a part. Listen, you have to incorporate it as part of that person's life. I don't know if y'all got that or not. Tolerance. That person may never change. Now, you have to incorporate that as a part of that person's life. I wish I could tell y'all that everybody around you would change. I wish I could. Mm. But there are some people who will never change. Sad. So with that, you switch from forgiveness to tolerance. You accommodate that limitation in their life. Now factor in it. Now factor in it and build a system around it. Watch this. Because you don't value relationships. Oh, y'all wait. Y'all wait. Okay. Watch this. Look at this. Now look. Now look. We maintain relationship if we truly love God. If God is truly in us, we will maintain that relationship. This is another level of love, that tolerance. I'm still in, I'm still in uh, Corinthians 13.5. Now, what I was able to do because I value the relationship and that person, now I've incorporated a system of tolerance for that person. Save the relationship. I just saved the relationship. They can't change. They ain't going to never change. But you, Jesus, my God. Woo, Dustin. Come on now. Oh, we're going to be, this is the end of offense. Oh, my God. Woo. Watch this. Watch this. We are just not willing to make a system of tolerance. No, we're not. We're not willing to make a system of tolerance. Hello, back there in the back. Y'all hear me? We're just not willing to make a system of tolerance. Like people. Oh, listen. Listen. Like people have made system to tolerate you. Oh, yes. I got a whole system. Mm. <laughs> Woo. Oh. 
See, Chandler, our season is worth waiting for. That's why I won't push it and rush it because God is showing you something that you need. Stay the course, as teacher would say. Amen. Amen. Love you. Amen. I got you. It's teaching you something. Patience. My God, let it have its perfect work. We have to be willing to make that system of tolerance. Like people have made that system for you. You just don't know you're in the system. Unfortunately, some people will not change. Doesn't mean you can't still have a good relationship. You don't value people. God doesn't. He values us. Some people just talk too much. Some people just that talkative. And you don't, watch this. That, that person just talking of a lot. They don't need forgiveness. They need tolerance. say you got a whole for that. Okay. Watch this. You just talk too much. You don't need forgiveness. You need a system of tolerance. Watch this. Your destiny helper might be that talkative person. That person that is designed for your life. Men for the people for your life might be a talkative person. If you're not tolerant, watch this. If you're not tolerant to that talker. If you're not tolerant of that talkative person. You can't receive, watch this, from what God has put in their hand for you. I love it. I love it. And your life, that talking to person just won't talk, stop talking. All the time. But that's your destiny helper. And God has something in that mouth for you. Now you got to build a system because you need to, because what I put in there is for you. Y'all better know who your pastor is. All right. All right. Now, here we go. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> this is why you don't discount people. This is why you don't discount why certain people are in your life. Just irritate you, but you don't even realize because you haven't built a system and saw. See, it's still about you. God ain't talking to you about nobody else except you. Jesus. How many notes you got? You need another notebook? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Amen. 
She got the word for her life in here. Some of y'all destiny helpers in here. I am for your life. And people don't want me to help them. Mm, amen. I'm trying. I'm doing it right now. Here we go. Almost there. Almost there, y'all. Yeah, almost there. I got it. Mm-mm. I'm going to finish this. I got too much stuff going on. This is why you don't discount people while they're in your life. Everybody in your life cannot be you. Everybody in your life cannot be you. Cannot be like you. Just imagine everybody like teacher. I don't know. I just randomly said you. Okay, y'all want me to pick somebody else? All right. All right. You want me to pick somebody else? I mean, everybody like Frida. All right. Everybody like Tiffany back. Everybody like Tiffany. I mean, I'm just saying, everybody. Mmm. My goodness. <laughs> just imagine that. Mm. Just imagine that everybody was like, you, you know, you complaining, angry. Short-tempered, critical. Imagine if the world was just like, that's you. That's everybody in the world. That's everybody the same thing. I'm going to say it again. Complaining, angry, short-tempered, critical. If everybody thought if the world, the world was all like you, you would think the world would be a nice place, wouldn't it? You can't even stand yourself. Jesus. I'm so happy everybody's not like me. Wake up, study, go to the gym. Wake up, study, go to That's be boring. Mm-mm. I'm so glad everybody's not. I need people who got flavor and variety. I told you that was one of the six intrinsic things is variety. Hopefully I can pick back up on that on Sunday. I'm almost finished. People, you must have a high degree of tolerance. Because most of our relationships would be based on that. Based on you. So I know, you know, there's certain things about you. You know, teacher, tolerate about me. And there's certain things I tolerate that makes our good relationship. She ain't worried I'm leaving and she ain't worried she's leaving. Last scripture. Colossians. 3, 12, and 13 again. End of. End of. Amen. Was that everybody? End of. Amen. Hey, tonight. tonight. All right. Not tomorrow. Tonight. Not later on. Right now. All right, last scripture. Here we go. This is Colossians chapter 3 at verse 12. Clothe yourselves, therefore, as God's own chosen ones, his own picked 
representatives who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God himself. Thank you. By putting on behavior marked by tender-hearted pity and mercy, kind feeling, a lowly opinion of yourselves, gentle ways, and patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure whatever comes with good temper. Oh. Verse 13. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. Oh. And if one has a difference, a grievance, or complaint against another, mm. readily pardoning each other. Even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, so must you also forgive. End of offense right there. Now watch what happened. Gonna be just like the man in the mirror. As soon as I leave and forget how I look and forget what was in here. I'm telling you right now, if if I'm a believer, and I mean you you know, and, and you're my friend, and, and you shouldn't be afraid to tell your friend the truth. If you if, if our friendship ends because I tell you the truth, we were never friends. And we just read this scripture. We just had this teaching tonight. And you're still going to act this way. I'm going to call you on this right now. Because this right here is is slowing the motion of the ministry down. And even your own ministry. And purposes. And the people that you need to get to. Tell you the truth. You can't can't be in my house and live like this. When I know this, you can't. No, no, no. We know this right here. What I know right now, I'm sharing this with you. And you claim to be a believer too. We got this down. Come on, let's do this. Let's do this. Nobody in here. Attrition. This is what happens. Weakens the ministry. It weakens it from the onslaught of attack. Forbearing one another. Forbearing one another. In a ministry like this, you need forbearance. In any relationship, you need forbearance. And everybody cannot be you. We have to learn this, y'all. Y'all feel my heart on this? Hmm? Now, this is the thing that's supposed to bond us together. The information, the word of God that we have, the knowledge of God tonight should end any and every offense. You have to do it. Don't, listen, the word is true. Your flesh is the liar. Your appetites and the things that you think you deserve. Humble yourself even that much more. Bring yourself under. See, we won't do this as believers. Five minutes after leaving, the offense is coming. I'm going to take this offense to the offender and tell him this is what's going to happen. This is how we're going to be. I'm going to live my life by the word of God. Listen, I don't care what I feel. And you better check me if I'm getting out of line. And I'm going to check you if you get out of line. That's called covering. 
but we won't do that. When it comes to the word of God, ain't your feelings ain't in here. I told you God is perfect in his emotions. All you got to do is line yourself up to him. And those situations and your past, we still not be facing. We should not be talking about our past right now. Your past is keeping you bound. You can't see your future because you're locked into your past. I got to get you into the present. Once you're in the present, the now, you'll be able to see your future. But you won't be able to see it from the past. You have to see your future from right where we are. See, y'all feel my heart on this? It's so important, y'all. Don't let the enemy come here and divide us. A house divided will fall. And pastor sitting here trying to pick up the pieces. And and I ain't got nobody to help me pick up the pieces. Y'all going to help me? What is the end of the fence then? Love y'all. Thank you. Finish on time. A little bit early. Three minutes. Thank you for coming out worshiping with us today. Love y'all. Huh? Oh, my wife said eight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where my pen go? All right. Oh, no. My black pen for my book. Oh, there it is. Can't lose that. All right. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? Y'all sure? Time will tell. Time will reveal. Let's bow our hearts. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you once again for the time that you allotted for us to gather today, to have a new friend in the ministry today, Father. We ask that you welcome her. Bless her, Father. Safe travel. She goes home to her destination, Father. We come against any defense, any offense that comes her way or anybody else's way tonight, Father. We spoke the word in truth and love. Now, Father, let it manifest in the hearts and minds of the people today. We bless you. We are so gracious that you have forgiven us, given us the same ability to forgive one another, to forbear one another we don't look at the things that are seen Father the things that are unseen that is the real reality is that we have your word we can love we can forgive you died for it and it's true grant us your grace today in this place Father we behold your glory in here manifest Father in the hearts and the minds of your people tonight, Father. Speak to them. I just hear his word is true. And we need to stand, stand on it. It said in the end times that people are going to be offended. We're going to have false prophets come in. And we need a real church or real believers who will stand. what love does. Love only seeks to love. Amen and amen. Shabbat shalom. I love y'all.